It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Bonnie with today's tech news. Remember this from a couple of days ago? My executive order calls for new regulations under Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act to make it that social media companies that engage in censoring or any political conduct will not be able to keep their liability shield. Well, Snapchat's fired back. The US president's content will no longer feature on the site's lead pages. Spokeswoman Rachel Rakusen said, quote, we will not amplify voices who incite racial violence and injustice by giving them free promotion on Discover pages. The decision was made after Mr Trump tweeted at the weekend, threatening to set vicious dogs and ominous weapons on protesters, demonstrating around the US against the death of George Floyd in police custody last week. Mr Trump's campaign manager Brad Pascal hit back, calling the CEO of Snap, which owns Snapchat, a radical. He continued, quote, Snapchat is trying to rig the 2020 election, illegally using their corporate funding to promote Joe Biden and suppress President Trump. Snapchat's action against the US leader is more limited than Twitter's, who have been placing fact-check warnings on Trump tweets. It also demoted and placed a stronger warning on a third tweet about the protests that read, when the looting starts, the shooting starts, saying it violated Twitter's policies around glorifying violence. Snapchat, however, has chosen to no longer show Mr Trump's posts to its 229 million daily active users in its Discover section, which showcases news and posts by celebrities and public figures. Facebook, meanwhile, has let identical posts to those shared on Twitter stand. Chief Executive Mark Zuckerberg says private companies shouldn't be the arbiter of truth. We have a different policy, I, I think, than Twitter on this. You know, I, I just believe strongly that uh, that Facebook shouldn't be uh, the arbiter of truth of everything that people say online. Um, I think, in general, private companies probably shouldn't be or especially these platform companies, shouldn't be in the position of, of, of doing that. Bart is facing growing criticism over the decision. Meanwhile, social media giants are facing another battle. A new study has found they're failing to act on so-called fake news about the coronavirus pandemic. 
Hundreds of posts spreading misinformation about COVID-19 are being left online, despite them being reported. Volunteers scoured social media for coronavirus misinformation between April 20 and May 26. But after reporting 649 posts believed to contravene the platform's own standards, fewer than one in ten were acted upon. The findings are likely to be a talking point later today, when social media bosses face questioning by UK MPs. Labor says the report exposes the pitiful steps social media companies are taking to tackle the spread of coronavirus fake news. The posts flagged included those about conspiracy theories around 5G masts causing COVID-19. Others were spreading false cures for the disease, such as drinking aspirin dissolved in hot water. Others even suggested wearing a face mask can cause cancer or pushed anti-vaccination propaganda related to the virus. Twitter was the least responsive during the study, acting on only 3% of nearly 180 reported posts. Facebook removed 10% of the 334 posts reported and flagged another 2% as false to users. Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, acted on 10% of the 135 complaints raised. Have you been sleeping more poorly and having vivid dreams during lockdown? Well, it seems you're not alone. A new survey by King's College London reported half of adults say their sleep has been more disturbed than usual. And almost two in five are having more vivid dreams than they usually would. Professor Bobby Duffy from King's said it demonstrated how unsettling the pandemic and lockdown measures had been for a large part of the population. Overall, he says six in ten people in the UK have had worse sleep since lockdown was announced on March 23. Some say they've slept for longer but feel less rested. And it's younger people who are experiencing the most challenges, with researchers finding they're more likely to report changes to their usual sleeping patterns. And finally, the largest and oldest known structure built by the ancient Maya civilization has been discovered by scientists. A colossal platform built between 1000 and 800 BC was found in Mexico's Tabasco state. The structure was built of clay and earth and thought to be used for mass rituals. The soaring Maya pyramids in Guatemala and Palenque, Mexico, erected 1500 years later, however, were built of stone. The platform is at a site called Aguada Phoenix on the Guatemalan border. It measures nearly a quarter mile wide and stands up to 50 feet high. Scientists say they found no sculptures depicting high status figures, suggesting Maya culture at that stage was more communal. up to date. That was today's Evening Standard Tech Briefing for June 4th. 
In the meantime, check out our other tech podcast, Women Tech Charge. Dr. Anne-Maria Maffedon meets amazing women leading the way in science, tech, maths and engineering. We'll be back tomorrow at the same time. We'll see you then. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.